Welcome to Last Week on the Internet. Uh, this is our third episode of the podcast, and we made it to iTunes. We, Woo! Yeah, we are officially on iTunes now. We made it through the, the long approval process, and uh, and by long, I mean it took like a day. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so now you can like, comment, subscribe, smash that like button, all on iTunes, all within yeah. your favorite media manager. Please leave us a comment. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, it really helps us out. Good, bad. We want to know what we can improve, what you like. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. We're still uh still working on this whole audio recording thing, so any any critique would be greatly appreciated. Um so this week we're going to start off with a less tech related news story. We'll move into the tech stuff. I realize that's our that's our, our genre tag on bread iTunes. And yeah, that's our bread <laughs> and butter right there. But uh we gotta start off with some social media pieces. So this week or rather last week, I saw an article about the Ohio City Police Department sharing a shocking photo of two adults in a minivan who were apparently overdosed on heroin with a child in the back. And they posted the photograph to Facebook. Unfortunately, they did so without um, you know, editing out the child's face or like blurring his face out or anything like that. So they didn't necessarily get very positive feedback. Um, it got a lot of, you know, normal Facebook stuff, like over 20,000 shares and comments and all this other stuff. And not all of them were necessarily good. Um, what'd you think about that? Um, well, the picture itself is just like pretty, pretty shocking. I think it's like the fact that like, it's just has this boy this sort of representing innocence. And then in the two, in the front seat, it has like these two adults who basically look like zombies in the picture. They are out. They are knocked out. Yeah. And I think really just what I found uh, shocking was when I was reading about it, reading up about it, it, how much of a, like a prevalent issue this is like drugs, specifically uh, heroin and opiates are in like not only Ohio, but kind of in the Midwest. And I did not realize that that was such a big issue. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were saying that they posted the photo to kind of raise awareness as to what the police department has to deal with on, as they say, a day-to-day basis. But um, yeah, probably not the best idea to, you know, use what could be considered like a crime scene photo and post it on the internet. I mean, you could see some shocking things on the internet for sure, but this is more disturbing in a different way. Weirdly enough, this might be the first time that we finally disagree. I've been waiting for this moment because <laughs> I I realized that maybe it wasn't the smartest thing for them to do. But actually, I feel like it kind of, I kind of kind of agree with them. Like they they're trying to send a message out there, and maybe this wasn't exactly the the right way. But like mm-hmm. at least they're kind of trying, is what I see it as. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I definitely don't think that they should have posted that picture on Facebook, where there are. Lots of people who probably shouldn't see it that could have seen it. Right. Yeah. No, I can I can agree with trying to, you know, get the message out there. I just think Facebook is not the right medium yeah. for that. Yeah. Um in the good news is though, um both of the, the adults in the photo did survive. They were alive after being revived by like paramedics. And happily in jail. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um in other Another weird, I guess, internet, social media type news. Staying on that, uh, the drug theme. Uh, there is a YouTube channel that I just recently discovered called Hikea, where basically the producers, if you will, of the channel have two people or have people in the episode use some kind of hallucinogenic drug and then try to build Ikea furniture while under the influence. And um, uh, it's it's an interesting idea. I did clever name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did go as far to actually. They only had two, like, if you will, full length episodes. They had a little teaser on there, and they only had like two full episodes on there. I did watch both of them. Um, unfortunately, they're really short, and I don't know. I feel like it's a good topic if you like if it's something that you're trying to do. I realize not so scientific, but if you're trying to do like some kind of research or some kind of, you know, kind of like a documentary style video about this, it's not, it's not that at all. It's more like these people are just doing drugs than laughing and trying to build the furniture. Yeah. I was a little, I was a little disappointed. I expected Would you recommend it? 
Uh, I would not, unfortunately. <laughs> All uh, right. You know, well, then but, I won't, in that case, I won't check it out. <laughs> yeah, the the episodes are only like three or four minutes long, and it's kind of just like, see, they do talk about at the beginning. The the participants talk about whether or not they've used that particular drug before. There's an episode where a guy does shrooms, and then there's an episode where a guy and a girl do acid. So it is interesting that they talk about the fact that you know i've never done acid before or i've done acid 20 times and like i know how this is going to make me feel i know what i will and won't be able to do etc etc but the disappointing part is afterwards there's no like pick up at the end where they're like you know they're off their trip and they're just like oh man you know i thought we had gotten more done or like anything like that you know there's no conclusion really they kind of just cut off the episode well that's too bad yeah (laughs) Um, but so switching topics, um, or we're going to work on those segues yeah. also on YouTube, check it out. I feel like as I was thinking about this, I was like, I'm chilling right now, but that's fine. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I'm, we are big Donald Glover fans. Yes. And, uh, he's got his new show out Atlanta and the first two episodes are, are out. The next one's airing this week today, actually, as we're recording. Um, <clears throat> so the first episode is free on YouTube. I watch it. Uh, I don't think you you had a chance yet, Fonz. No, not yet. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I I honestly had missed seeing him on TV for so long that I probably would have loved anything if he was just like doing nothing for twenty five minutes. I would have watched that too. <laughs> but uh, overall, I would say it's it's okay. It's uh it's definitely a dramedy. So it's got that like there are funny moments but it's definitely not like trying to be super funny mm-hmm. uh it's weird when i was looking up stuff t- about it uh all the things are like articles written by white dudes talking about how the show is a very black experience uh-huh. and i feel like they should have written an article that was like i'm a white dude i have very little room to talk about this yeah. so that's what I'm going to say. I am a white dude, so I, I don't really have a room. I just was looking at it from a very entertainment uh, viewpoint, right. and I liked it. It's definitely setting up some plot points that are going to hopefully go somewhere. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, maybe we'll talk about it more next week if you, you've seen it, if you watch it. Yeah, I'm but definitely yeah. going to try and check it out. I mean, it's on, it's on uh, you, the first episode's on YouTube, so if you've got you know, time to check it out, check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Yeah. Um, now let's let's just dive right into the meat of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and we got our social media talk pieces out of the way. Let's get into the crazy tech world right now. Sports? No. Oh, yeah. tech. Yeah, tech. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So let's just start. You want to start with Samsung? Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay. So if you haven't heard, Samsung the Galaxy Note Seven is been recalled and it's been recalled for a very interesting reason because it's been exploding yes uh yeah do you want to let us tell me what do you know about that Fonz? Um, give us the deets as far as i understand the last i was uh doing any kind of in-depth if you will research about this was that they were trying to figure out whether or not it was the battery itself or the controller board for the battery and i was reading some sources that were saying that Samsung had another company manufacturing the the batteries for the phones and maybe the quality control wasn't there and I read something else that was saying oh no the batteries are fine but the controller board doesn't you know doesn't perform the way it was meant to and that's what's causing the battery to get overvolted while charging so I was reading a few different things about what the actual problem is but long story short they have to recall and replace roughly 2.5 million phones which and, yeah it comes at a very tough time because the iPhone 7 was just announced last this week yeah. um or last week I get my weeks mixed up. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, so, um, but yeah, it uh, yeah, it's crazy. I can't. I actually saw a video of one of them exploding. I don't know. It was. Oh, granted. Okay, so I watched this this YouTube channel where they try and skate on top of weird things. Like they try to skate on a glass skateboard. Oh, like uh, skate everything. You make it. We skate it. 
Exactly. Yeah, you've watched it. So the, in the, one of the episodes, they skate on a Galaxy Note Seven, <laughs> and as they're doing it, as they're about to drill into it, they're like, "Maybe we shouldn't," because yeah. <laughs> there's been all this free, these recalls about yeah. it. And yeah, and then it started. They did drill into it, so it wasn't like they were kind of messing with it to the point where it might explode. Right. They were drilling into a battery, which was pretty stupid. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as they started drilling in, uh, I can only imagine that's sort of similar to what the other ones uh exploded like yeah and i mean uh, see the good news well relative good news is they've only found a very small percent of devices that have actually suffered from you know this explosive battery uh as as far as i'm seeing it says that last week they had only found 24 phones total to right. be defective so it's not you know it's not to the point where you I don't know. I wouldn't say you have to live in constant fear if you recently bought a Galaxy Note 7. But the good news for you is they are doing a a replacement recall. So not only do you not have to live in constant fear, but it's not like it comes down to a decision of, well, do I have to, you know, should I risk keeping this phone because it might explode? Because you can get a replacement. Right. So with that being said, if you have bought a Galaxy Note 7 and you haven't gotten the recall yet, you should do that because yeah. you're. They've also because it's uh, been recalled. You can't fly with that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the other intense part is that you cannot take it on a plane. Yeah. Uh, also, if you are getting a, a recall, I just read that uh, you can get like a gift card. So check that oh, out. If interesting. You're trying to get a recall, but yeah, it's ultimately going to cost Samsung hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh yeah. Which that sucks because. It seemed like they were having a pretty good year. They had early in March the Edge and the uh, S7 come out, and I think that they were like almost rivaling uh, Apple with the number of Samsung phones bought in America. But man, this is a huge, uh, huge like marketing hit for them, basically. Oh yeah, an image hit. Yeah, the the craziest part about it is when I was looking at getting a new phone, I was strongly considering the Galaxy Note Seven, and now it's kind of just like, well, glad I didn't go with that. Man, that but that phone is the bomb. Ah, <laughs> we were, you were waiting on that one. I was waiting, so <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> it didn't even fit. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Well, in other in other phone news, we have uh, a sad story, or what I would consider a sad story, and that's that Google is kind of shelving, maybe just going on hiatus, but shelving for now the project ara phone that they were and that they were working on for years at this point and the well supposedly working on at this point we're like the sad uh fanboys who are just like they're shelving it like they're gonna come back to it we probably i hope i think yeah we're just trying to keep Uh, hope alive yeah (laughs) but i feel like the most disappointing part about this whole story is the fact that they had just not too long ago announced that they were planning to release a developer model by the end of this year and then a consumer model um next year and yeah now they're just like well never mind I also read that if you want to keep hope alive, uh, hashtag 2016, <laughs> that, um, that they, the main guy who was in charge of the project has uh, kind of left Google and has gone on to a different company. So maybe, you know. Maybe. Uh, he might be taking his ideas elsewhere. Who knows? We can only pray and hope to the Google gods. Yeah. See, I do have a few reservations about the... About the project Aura phone, or as it came to be called, just Aura. Um, as it says in many articles, if you're reading about it, it's it is definitely a very ambitious idea to try and make this fully modular smartphone. Um, it would be awesome, but you also have to keep in mind that at this point, you know, generally speaking, most smartphones are made for the masses, like made for Joe Schmo, and right. I can't really see Joe Schmo caring about this this phone hmm. you know? that's true i mean that's a, that is very that's a very good point because like i was excited you were excited but like i don't think that your average uh person necessarily they, they seem we're we're really definitely in that like we kind of moved away from it a little bit but we were already in that two-year phone deal where you you get a phone and then two years later you get a phone and we even though that mark or that like financial build is still 
going away a little bit, we still kind of have the idea of like, oh, I'm going to keep this phone for roughly two years. Right. And I mean, that whole idea is something that the RF phone would have been great for because instead of, you know, getting a whole new phone, you kind of just swap out whatever pieces you want to swap out. But, but yeah, the it's crappy just, thing is you have to sell the public on that idea. Yeah, people exactly. are already on board with another idea. You'd have to kind of get them to switch over and be like, okay, I can, I, I will, I'll rebuild my phone, but just change the camera out or something like that. Yeah, I feel like it's the same idea. Like this product would be marketed towards the same people that care about building their own computer and like you and i care about that but you have to think about there's tons of people that don't they're perfectly fine with just buying a laptop or like a pre-built computer and calling it a day and then you know in their heads when they're purchasing it they realize that one day it will not perform the same way anymore and i'll have to just get a whole new computer so to fact i fact checked myself earlier so i said that they had that guy so his name was dan mccaskey Mm-hmm. And he uh, switched over, and he's joining a company uh, called Nextpack, and they're a, uh, I think a um, a modular phone case company. They're they're a mm-hmm. new company, so we're not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know maybe the dream keep the dream alive. Yeah, they're and- currently they're just a Kickstarter project, so you know we'll have to wait and see. Oh, man, I have a lot of reservations about Kickstarter projects. (laughs) But, I mean, Uh, right now, we do have, you know, not quite fully modular, but we do have the Moto Z that just came out. And I feel like that's a, it's a palatable step to your every man when it comes to modularity in your phone. Because if you decide that you don't want to do any of this stuff, you don't have to. Right. And if you want a worse version, there's the LG G5. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh... (laughs) But yeah, I feel like, unfortunately, it's similar. It's it's going to play out the same way that um, Google did with Google Glass. How, you know, they never fully released it as a product. So it's it it's going to start as a uh, <laughs> an <laughs> April Fool's joke and then <laughs> become a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they released it as a developer edition. And I don't know, it got a lot. Obviously, it got a lot of, you know, not so good press and a lot of negative flack and they kind of just they didn't necessarily say this but it kind of seemed like they decided you know the world's not ready for this you know every man your every man your joe schmo isn't ready for this right now so let's let's you know shelve it so let's switch gears and talk about instead of google let's talk about apple yeah so we talked a lot about apple's we were the hints and the things that were speculations so apple's Finally, they had their uh, announcement, the specs are out, and everyone's, well, I don't want to say everyone, but I don't, personally, I'm not that excited. How about you? Yeah, um, we kind of, if you were watching the rumors and, you know, paying attention to all that stuff, it, it was kind of a known fact that this phone was going to be a bust. And this is a, a little anecdotal side story. With watching the keynote, I don't know if you tried to watch it, like, online or anything like that. Apple? Me specifically, or just the public? <laughs> no, no, you. Me? Oh, not at all. <laughs> oh. Well, Apple was kind of doing their whole little Apple exclusivity thing. So if you went to, like, the Apple website, and, you know, they had the invitation, an image of the invitation on there, and it's like, you know, join us at this time on this date, and the time and date roll around. So you click it, you're expecting to watch it, and it tells you that, you have to watch it either in Safari on a Mac or using Safari on iOS, on like any iOS device, or you can watch it on Apple TV. And then if you're running Windows, which I am, then you can watch it in Microsoft Edge browser, which we, yeah, which we all know is like the, the ugly stepchild of Internet Explorer that wasn't good to begin with. So... Yeah. I, I try and open up the link in Microsoft Edge and the content frame for the video just never loads. It just <laughs> never loaded. And I was like, so it really feels like they're condemning, you know, trying to condemn non-Mac using people from watching this. And I can't really understand a reason why they would care about doing that. Especially considering after the fact, you know, after the keynote's over, you know everybody recorded it and they're just going to throw it up online so it's just like why even you know him and haw and go through all of this making people jump through hoops just to watch this video of you 
announcing a new Apple product. Like, wouldn't you want? I feel like you would want more Especially people to be able to watch knew. it. Especially yeah. when we basically knew every, all the details. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like you would want more people to be able to watch it because then you could potentially, you know, they wouldn't let you watch it in Chrome. And, you know, they wouldn't let you watch it in Firefox. So it's just like, I feel like if you know people are using Chrome on Windows, Firefox on Windows, maybe if you show them these new Apple products, who knows? Maybe they'll jump ship and switch and they'll no. want to. Yeah, yeah not likely. <laughs> not likely. But I feel like if you're, if you're you know, if you're a company you're trying to sell products. You're trying to push products to people. I feel like you want to reach the widest audience. You don't want to restrict right. anybody. You're trying to be inclusive, not exclusive. I kind of see what they're trying to do, though. But ugh, yeah, from a marketing standpoint, it's bad. Yeah, that seems like a poor decision to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we knew about about most of the stuff. Um, so, you know, confirmed they did take out the headphone jack. No! <laughs> yeah, and um, they... It was weird because so I, I did end up watching the keynote live. Um, I just streamed it in VLC with like a direct because URL Fon connection. spends his time wisely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, on the same hand, see, I passed on. I shared my my ability to watch the keynote because I was watching it in VLC because I had looked it up on YouTube. Um, and this guy had a stream up, but his stream was like broken. I'm not sure if he was trolling or what, because his video was just like a black screen with a little, huh. you know, the spinning logo in the middle. And it never changed from that. So right. in the chat, uh, when you're watching like live YouTube, there's like a little chat box and everyone's just like, is the video broken? Is the video broken? Or like, did it start? You know, all this other stuff. So I had found a link to a direct stream for VLC and i opened up open broadcast streamer and streamed it onto twitch and got all those people that were in the chat to move to my twitch channel <laughs> and watch it live there oh, so i shared the wealth i didn't just watch it you, myself you are the robin hood of streams yeah <laughs> of apple keynotes <laughs> but yeah. during during the keynote they kind of it was weird because they showed renders of the phone and stuff like that but they it they waited until towards the end of talking about the phone aspect to talk about the fact that the headphone jack was not going to be there. They kind of like, uh, it was almost like they wanted to build you up on it or something like that, which was build strange. Before they break you down. Yeah, that was strange. But to, so they did the same thing the Moto Z is doing. They're releasing, you know, an adapter. Right. And to, to counter the whole, well, you know, I... I'm used to having a 3.5 millimeter jack. They released Apple AirPods, as everyone was speculating. And Before we jump to those, hold on. So let's. Yeah. Before, I just want to talk about some of the other. So they also they joined the 26th century. 20. That's not about right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> um, no, they they took out. They added. Uh, it is now. Um, I was just going to talk about some of the other features that were confirmed. Mm -hmm. So they took. Uh, they added you it's like you can waterproof i think they added they changed the home key what do you, do you know about the home key yeah it's no longer a physical button and it's it, does, it works the same way that 3d touch works and you you press it harder but it doesn't physically move okay okay and then they also have dual cameras yeah on the 7 plus model so that oh okay it's just yeah yeah, yeah. I, I saw that that was just the 7 plus yeah and that gives you optical zoom in a way that basically it switches from one lens to the other when you try and like optical zoom in. So do you, for those iPhone users out there, do you think it's worth the switch? What do you think? Um, as of right now, just like the same way that a lot of, uh, you know, like a lot of tech blogs and a lot of tech news sites are saying, basically, if you have like the 6S or the 6S Plus, it, it's not really that much of an upgrade, honestly, for your money. If you have okay. like the 5, any of the 5 series or before that, then maybe. But um, ultimately, it really seems like, you know, they're they're holding out for what might come next year during the anniversary phone. Right. So, you know, if you have the if you have the 6S, I would recommend not upgrading um, if you have the six, even still, it's not that huge of an upgrade. <laughs> Any right. of the five series or before that, you're getting a you're getting a pretty hefty upgrade. But then keep in mind that like next year there potentially will be a huge upgrade. So who knows? Maybe you want to hold out. 
Um, Plus, you're gonna if you do upgrade, you have to live with that no headphone jack. Yeah, you have to live that life. Yeah. So they do have Apple AirPods. Yeah. To use if you want to stay Apple, stay Apple. Then you can uh, use Apple AirPods, um, and they are very interesting. They yes. look weird to me. I don't know what you think. I kind of think they look a little weird. Like, yeah. Almost. I, I think ugly. they're pretty hideous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, and the other thing is, like, from what I've read, the quality isn't that much better than, like, other wireless headphones that you can find. Right, and that's uh, that's typical ash- Apple fa- fashion. You're you're paying the Apple tax for right. basically the same product. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the other, the other thing, the other thing is the <laughs> price. Yeah, one fifty nine there. Yeah, which I just I don't know. I can't. I don't know what they're like. I've the quality is not that good. They're just it's like you said, typical Apple. Like they're you're paying for the the name, not the product. Because man, they're not that. I don't even think that they look that good. But ah uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, during the keynote, they tried to sell. I mean, that's that's the whole point of the keynote. But they tried to sell you on them because they have a little. Like a little SOC built into them so that you can do things like talk to Siri and the way they connect to each other because they there's no wire in between them. So, right. you know, they have to communicate with one another to stay in sync. And then the fact that you could use one of them without the other one and all this other stuff. So they try to sell you on this whole idea that they're not just Bluetooth headphones. But in the end, like at the end of the day, they are just Bluetooth headphones. They're just very expensive Bluetooth headphones that are not connected that you'll lose within an hour of opening them. <laughs> yeah, that's my fear of getting like uh, upgrading to a phone that has uh, no headphone jack is that I'm going to buy like headphones, wireless headphones, mm-hmm. and to be a cool kid, and then I'm going to lose them instantly. Because <laughs> I, I just... That just seems like a, something that I would do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, see, that's the... I feel like that's the bigger issue with these. And, I mean, they come with a little carrying case that actually will also charge them. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> that will also charge them. But, like, the bigger issue here is the fact that there is nothing connecting them. So, like, I can easily... And, you know, they're marketing it towards your more athletic person, maybe, like, a runner or something like that. I can easily see you running down the street and one of them just pops out and you you know you feel it pop out so you look down but you don't see falls it. in a sewer hole yeah or anything <laughs> yeah. like that and it's just like oh man that is gone yeah whereas you know at least if you had a cable connecting the two of them when one of them falls out maybe it doesn't pull the other one out maybe they don't actually fall out out like to the ground or maybe it right. does but now you have two of them with a, a cord you know like a wire connecting them so you can easily see where they are Right. Maybe the wire falls into your front breast pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you make a nice save. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, this is why I got this. Yeah. But there is a company that's, uh, you know, speculating that they're going to try and make a way to connect the two earbuds together and sell mm-hmm. this little add-on piece. They're trying to sell it for like 20 bucks. And, so now uh, you're paying for something that potentially should have been there from the start <laughs> exactly now you've taken 160 dollars headphones and made them 180 dollars headphones yeah so yeah for and you're buying headphones that should have been 120 dollars. yeah and see that's the thing though i feel like if they if they get this product out fast enough these people are going to make a crazy amount of money yeah because uh, it doesn't even come down to something like necessarily making sense with the fact that you spent one hundred and sixty dollars on headphones, it that aren't comes connected. down to making dollars. Yeah, you. Oh man, you. You're. If you're fulfilling a need, and that's what's going to make them the money. Uh, I stopped listening. I was just too proud of my joke. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, do, do you want to talk about anything else from the keynote? Um, the Apple Watch Series Two, granted, is still an Apple Watch, so it's still can't hold a candle to android wear but they did release a new technology with it that was pretty cool and that's that the newer one is supposed to be swim proof and you can you know take it in the water and all that stuff 
but the Apple Watch has a speaker on it. So, you know, that might have left a few people curious as to how do you take it in the water and not get water inside of the speaker? And um, it does it does get water inside of it. But when you come out of the water, the watch will actually use the speaker to emit a high pitched frequency to kind of shake the water out of itself. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting aside. Yeah, that's- yeah. Aside from that, there's nothing else cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's very gimmicky, but it's pretty cool. I think yeah. it's cool. Yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, they released a product, and I feel like this is interesting coming out of Apple, I should say, but they released a product that has a feature, and they kind of thought about the longevity of having this feature you know they right. didn't make it to like oh yeah you can go underwater but who knows maybe two years from now it gets too messed up you know they kind of built in something that will stop that from happening huh hmm. um how about nintendo at apple's uh apple conference a conference what do, you, what do they call that <laughs> a keynote keynote okay yeah. yeah that's the thing um yeah so I didn't watch it. Was did you watch the Nintendo part, or were they even at the keynote? I don't know how that worked. Uh, yeah, they were at the keynote. They they did the Nintendo thing relatively near the beginning. Oh, okay. And um, do they have anything interesting to say? Um, define interesting. Huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they they showed off their new Mario game that is basically like a side-scroller, like a 2D side-scroller of you playing as Mario. And it kind of seems like it's not too dissimilar from the, you know, Super Mario Brothers games where you're jumping over things, you know, bouncing off Goombas and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it it didn't really seem... Now, granted, this was just, you know, a little, little preview, but didn't really seem like there was much substance to the game. And I, frankly, was disturbed when they... They announced the game there and then said, you know, it's not out for release yet. And then they also didn't announce a price. They announced mm. that it will cost money, but did not say how much. And it's just like, oh, man, this game is not that in-depth. Yeah. So they were having a tough time trying to decide how much they wanted to get from you. Yeah. And, huh. I mean, I know it's Nintendo, so I think it's interesting how... How Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo. Um, I think it's interesting how Nintendo has been so adamant about like, oh no, we're not going to do the mobile market. To like, oh man, Pokemon Go got a lot of money. Huh, let's uh, let's see what we can do. Yeah, I, that's the feel I get from them at least, uh, especially when their actual consoles aren't selling that well. The Nintendo DS, their 3DS, is still doing, still doing good. I mean, they don't have much competition. What the Vista, that's red yeah. phones, that's yeah, phones. I guess phones are competition now. But uh, if you want a truly just device that's only for gaming, that's mobile. I mean, they tried to enter that market with a Wii U and had a tough time of it. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what they were thinking, to be completely honest. I yeah, mean, I don't either. I think the, the idea of you just like taking that huge controller with yeah. you was a little bit absurd. <laughs> I remember watching the, the uh, like commercials for their it back in the day, or back when it was first coming out. Mm-hmm. And it was like this guy playing it in his home, and then he like left and was playing on the train, and he took the controller with him. I was just like, "Why? It's so big. Yeah, no one's gonna be on the train just like, hey, look at that loser. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what I already think when I'm out playing my DS in public. Yeah. I was like everyone's staring at me. I don't want a much bigger thing to draw people's eyes to. Yeah, I want to but... hide my shame that I'm playing Pokemon in public. <laughs> uh... That huge white controller." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, it might man. as well have a sign on the back that's like, look at me! Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. But yeah, I hope I hope it works out for them, because I love Nintendo as a company. It's the, the company that I grew up on. I had all of the... I started with the NES, and then... Although I did have a Sega Genesis back in the day. But oh, I started with the, uh, <laughs> the Super NES, and then uh, moved on to N64, and had a GameCube, and then I stopped playing as much console games but um yeah then i switched over to pc master race um <laughs> but yeah I, I never actually owned a any of the a sony console or a windows console oh really the really? uh never like did. the xbox yeah yeah 
Like Windows consoles? <laughs> it's weird to say. I felt yeah. weird to say that. Uh, yeah, I never owned a PlayStation or an Xbox. Hmm. See, I I always had a soft spot in my heart for Nintendo. Um, so I love the characters. They I yeah. read this. Sorry to cut you off. I read this article that was like talking about how Nintendo is just like kind of releasing more or less the same the, like games with the same characters over and over and playing on your nostalgia mm-hmm. and basically like they're not really trying anything new but like they don't have to because everyone just like everyone knows mario who mario is everyone right. knows knows who's pikachu is everyone knows pretty much who uh link is his name's Zelda. and yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they have these really good characters that are like franchise names like the other consoles the other companies don't really have as big of name recognition right. i mean look at how pokemon go did that, that was their success is 100 percent or really based on the name recognition no one cared about ingress sure there's people that played it but like as soon as you put pokemon go skin on ingress changed it up a little bit you had a huge hit like yeah. that's the, the name recognition i'm talking about yeah exactly and i mean they're you know nintendo's coming out with that i don't know if you really want to call it a console it's kind of it's kind of like a, a meme uh emulator kind of deal uh, <laughs> it's more like a it's like a it's like an emulator box basically but that that yeah, uh, nintendo that. they're supposed to be coming out with in november that's what i'm talking about that that they're living off this this nostalgia factor where everyone just like loves the stuff that they used to put out and then like they still have okay stuff coming out i mean, even some of the stuff that they have coming out like people are hyped up on that new uh zelda game that's coming out but mm-hmm. uh, they still have good stuff coming out, but like a lot of it is just like, oh man, Mario game, here you go. You want a uh, Samus game, here you go. Like yeah. Metroid, here you go. That That's what Nintendo is doing. And the ga- mobile gaming market is like great for that. Yeah, most It's definitely. all about name recognition. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I feel like they're going to do, they're going to be successful. Yeah, especially, you know, if they keep the purchase price low enough and like maybe add on, or like as much as I hate it, have like in-app purchases because you know if the game (laughs) if the game is aimed towards children you know if you say the game is going to be like thirty dollars and you know johnny asks his mom for a thirty dollar phone game she might not be in but you know if it's like but yeah if it's three say the game is like three bucks and then you make in-game purchases and little johnny grabs his mom's credit card (laughs) starts buying up a bunch of one dollar purchases in the app yeah you got yourself a hit <laughs> little johnny gets uh, uh he copies his mom's fingerprint for tattoo <laughs> <laughs> uh, little johnny's mommy isn't using fingerprint scanners come on man <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of uh speaking of running on that nostalgia factor uh, and pokemon go did you see that pokemon go plus finally has a release date yes and i did and i don't know if i'm still as hyped on it as i was originally uh man you were all about it you were gonna get that you were gonna buy two copies you're gonna have one for your main account one for your side account <laughs> yeah one for your main bitch one for your side bitch <laughs> i was definitely uh, excited to to have the pokemon go plus and now i don't know it's supposed to go on sale on the 16th so this friday and um so you're gonna be waiting a lot <laughs> so i'll be in line on thursday no <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know man 30 you- 35 dollars for just a little a little where is it gonna be selling thing. where are they gonna sell it do you know um i know originally they were taking like pre-orders on places like amazon and like gamestop and stuff and uh, okay. uh, also sense. toys r us i think was also taking like like maybe had pre-orders at one point so yeah i'm not i'm not sure outside of is regarding like brick and mortar places i'm not really sure outside of like gamestop and toys r us i don't know if like your local walmart will have it or not Interesting. Well, just to tell everyone, to, can you tell everyone what uh, the Pokemon Go Plus does, just in case they haven't read up on it? Yeah. It had, it's, it's been a while since uh, Pokemon Go was even in the super in the news. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically a little Bluetooth add-on that uh, connects to your smartphone, and while you're, you know, out and about looking for Pokemon or looking to spin Pokestops, instead of having to hold your phone and constantly you know be flicking on the screen and not paying attention um this little add-on will light up and vibrate when you have an opportunity to potentially catch a pokemon or like walk past a pokestop or something like that and you can interact with it 
via pressing a button. I'm not sure if the little, like, what looks like a trackball on the front of it, I'm not sure if it spins, like, if you can roll it or if it's just a button. Right. But um, you're supposed to be able to, you know, spin Pokestops as you walk past because the little thing lights up and vibrates. And then, you know, you can attempt to catch Pokemon and stuff like that without having to, you know, pull your phone out. So it's it's kind of it comes down to a question. Is that worth thirty five dollars? Yeah. Also, it comes to a question. You probably have to ask yourself, am I still playing Pokemon Go? Yeah, <laughs> that's your first question. And then you ask yourself after that, is it worth $35? Because if you're not playing anymore, like, definitely don't buy this. Right. Um, I'm not going to be buy- buying it because I haven't played Pokemon Go in weeks. <laughs> um, and that brings me to my point, and I've said this to you before, I don't understand, like, did they not realize how big of a hit it was going to be? Because if this, had, if this Pokemon Go Plus had come out in July, not even, like... Not even just August, if it just, maybe even August, but if it had come out, like, not even the day of, but, like, sometime in July, when the hype train was still choo-chooing, yeah. it would have made so much money. Like, I can't even believe, someone out there has got to be like, we, f- we sure did screw this one up, yeah. because, like, man, I can't even imagine how many people were playing Pokemon Go, how many of them were just, like, because that, that instantly, people, like, in, are very impulsive, so, like... Yeah. I could have easily seen myself buying this when I was playing it and be like, oh, sure, that sounds awesome. I'll ride around on my bike and like I don't have to look at my phone and be that guy riding his bike playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I could just have this on my arm somewhere right. and like, oh, there's a Pokemon. Oh, there's a Pokestop. And like I would have played, bought it, been a sucker, used it for a month, and then quit Pokemon Go just like everyone else did. And but they, they would have had that taken my months. money easily. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they just they just screwed it up by waiting two months. Like I realized that Pokemon Go still has a lot of players compared mm-hmm. to like a lot, some compared to the mobile gaming market. Yeah. But uh, they had so many players in July. Yeah. Like, they definitely missed an opportunity on that because I'm right there with you. If that were to have come out in July, oh, I definitely would have bought one. And now I'm. Just like I was saying, I'm kind of like back and forth unsure. Yeah. Whereas that like, joke, that <laughs> joke from earlier, where I said you would have bought two, that yeah. wouldn't have been a joke. You actually would have bought two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, now I'm kind of just like, eh, I don't know, thirty five bucks. I mean, I still do play Pokemon Go, not nearly as much as I did, but yeah, no, for sure. In July, when I first heard about it, it was it was like, take my money. And yeah, uh, even me, I when I heard about it, when you first told me about it in July, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. I didn't even care what the price point was. I was just like, have my money. Take my money. Yeah. I love this game. I love Pokemon. I love Pokemon Go Plus. Like, have my money. And yeah. now I'm just like, yeah, I don't play it anymore. So <laughs> why would I buy it? Yeah. And it's not like it's doing anything extra for people to, like, draw them back in. Like, that would be another thing. Like, oh, Pokemon Go Plus, it also adds these features to the game. I realize that would be kind of a dick thing to do. But, like, it's not going to... No one who's not playing right now... Is gonna be like, oh well, if Pokemon Go Plus is coming out. I guess I'll start it up again. Right. It's not gonna draw any players. Yeah, and that's kind of a problem that I feel like they've been having with the game overall is the fact that they keep pushing these updates that are just like you just said. They're not gonna draw people back in. Like the newest update has that yeah that buddy system. What is that? It's uh, I because <laughs> I I was gonna read about it, but also my didn't really care but i do, i'm a little yeah. interested i wanted to know what is it basically do you know that? yeah you can basically choose one of your like if you will favorite pokemon and when you go into your little profile screen that pokemon will be displayed with you as like walking with you in game and whatnot and uh-huh. just the same way you walk like x number of kilometers to hatch eggs when you after you have your like buddy chosen your pokemon chosen you walk x number of kilometers and you gain candies for that like type of pokemon okay um unfortunately that's it and it really feels like niantic and the pokemon company are kind of blowing it regarding these new updates because they know what everyone wants they know everyone wants trading and they want better gym battles and yeah you know they want to be able to battle other people yeah and instead they're kind of pulling a move where it's like well, we know everyone wants this stuff, but we're kind of just like they're it's like they're beating around the bush and they're just releasing stuff that like 
nobody even remotely fathomed that no one like yeah i don't think anyone was ever just like oh man i really wish i could walk around with my pokemon to generate candies everyone is just like i want gym battles better i want there to be a point to playing this game i want there to yeah. be trading i want this other stuff and they're just like mm, we'll give you this <laughs> and it's like uh okay so you know i've recently was reading that they their peak was like 45 or 46 million players and now they're down to like 30 ish which you know that's still a ton but that's still respectable yeah they've lost uh, a third of their but with that being said that happens pretty much with almost like big games like you get this huge peak and then like you taper off and you have like the people who the dedicated players we're gonna stick with this game till they shut down the servers yeah 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 (laughs) exactly but the only thing i i feel like they should be making a priority is like yeah you're right you do get the huge peak and then it tapers off but it's like you still have 30 million let's work really hard on keeping these 30 million you know like there's still going to be some people that leave but you know make it maybe make it so that instead of losing you gain some of those people back right yeah oh man speaking uh we don't nearly have enough time to talk about this but (sighs) speaking of tape losing uh and then tapering off Apparently, the new WoW expansion is amazing, but we can save that for next week. We're okay. going to have to talk about this. <laughs> so, if you're interested in WoW, talk, come back next week. Yeah. But, yeah, I heard it's really good. Um, so, let's jump to uh, another game that has some issues going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. If you haven't heard, Ark uh, Survival Evolved, mm-hmm. they had a little bit of a controversy. Uh where they released last week, I think on September 1st, they released uh, a new expansion pack, and they're charging $20 for that. But here's the thing, Ark Survival Evolved is still in early access. So people were were pretty upset about the fact that a game was getting an expansion pack for a game that wasn't finished. Yeah. Uh, I mean, understandably so. Um, uh, I... When I saw it, I, I honestly couldn't believe it. I mean, here's here's when I was reading up about it. The, a lot of people are speculating that so the company that makes it is Studio Wildcard, mm-hmm. and they they had some an, another controversy earlier in the year where uh, they were they kind of had like they kind of stole or the the director kind of like uh, moved jump ship. Uh, and they're getting sued because of that. Uh, they had like a um, one of the staff members like said they, they were in a no compete clause with some other company while they were making this game, and they allegedly used some of the um, the the tech that was being used in that other that first company, mm-hmm. and so they ended up having to settle. And I think people were saying that it's roughly a 40 million dollar lawsuit so wow people some people were speculating that they released this uh, expansion to sort of like get some money back after they lost a bunch of money from that lawsuit i don't know how true that is or not right but they definitely were hurting um what do you think about releasing a expansion for a game that's not finished yeah i i don't own the game and um I can I definitely agree with, you know, a lot of the the critics saying that that's a little bit ridiculous um, solely because, see, I didn't know about the whole lawsuit thing. Um, I just think it's ridiculous because. I feel like the biggest argument that you can make for this this whole thing happening is instead of working on this expansion, you could have been working on finishing the game. I think that's a lot of people are saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then something else that happened is that they had uh, one of the developers or someone who was working on the game, They there was a post in um, Discord. There was like a topic for people and someone criticized the game. They were disappointed that they would release DLC and charge so $20 for it mm-hmm. and the developer got in a little bit of flack because he said he spoke to each point that the person was making but then they ended and he said your entire post screamed of rage because you're too cheap to pony up $20 for a game worth 60 which we undercharged for in the first place if you don't want to pay that's fine 
we're not holding a gun to your head. And since then, he the, he's apologized. Uh, <laughs> but really, I feel like it's a bad move to insult your consumer yeah. when you have a product. You usually want to avoid that. <laughs> um, the other interesting thing is that, and we can talk about that that post. I, I feel like it's, we shouldn't talk about it too much just because he's apologized and he made a mistake. Right. But uh, that was stupid, and we'll move on. But uh, <laughs> the interesting thing is that there. Arc Survival Evolved had really good reviews before, mm-hmm. and then they released this expansion, and their reviews have tanked. It's mixed reviews on Steam right now, uh-huh. when before it was mostly positive, I believe. Yeah, it was mostly positive before. Uh, so that that's they didn't they kind of screwed that one up because reviews can be pretty important for a game. Oh yeah, especially a game that's not even out. Like when it finally releases, people are going to go to it and be like, "Oh no, this isn't." maybe this isn't worth the money because it's got all these bad reviews. Right, right. When a lot of people are kind of giving it bad reviews because of the shilling that was happening. Yeah, and I mean, like you were saying, yeah, he he has apologized, but my biggest disagreement with his little, you know, his little summary on his post addressing the first guy is the fact that he said, and it's not even the fact that he called him too cheap. I mean, yeah, that's insulting, especially for someone who has obviously bought your yeah your first well it's not really your first game but like the main part of the game he's already bought it so the fact that he's saying that you're too cheap to pony up 20 dollars for a game that's worth 60 which we undercharged for in the first place my biggest disagreement comes with the fact that you didn't undercharge for a 60 dollar game because when you buy a 60 dollar game it's usually a complete game whereas this is an unfinished game so it's like we're, you're not undercharging us for a $60 game because it's not a full game. <laughs> you know, like when you pay $60 for, I don't know, even the newest Call of Duty that you already know is going to have map packs. Without the map packs, the game is a game. It's a fully yeah. completed game. Yeah, so, when you release an expansion, usually you want to expand upon a game. On, yeah, on the full game. <laughs> not sort of be like, oh, yeah, we got this and, you know. We'll work on that other stuff too. Right. You know the the worst part is like I have a bunch of friends. I don't. I'll admit I don't have the the game either the expansion or the main game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a very very strong stance on not buying early access games. Yeah. Uh, so my friends were playing it a lot. Uh, they haven't played it in a little bit, but they when it first came out they were playing it a lot, uh-huh. and I wanted to buy it, but I like I said I just I've been screwed over on early access games too many times mm-hmm. so i just ha- do not buy them anymore <laughs> it looks really cool and this new expansion looks super duper cool uh mostly because it has dragons in it and i love dragons <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, like the the game itself like apparently it it's pretty good and i hate to see them fail because of they were doing like kind of a shady business like if the game is good it should sort of stand on its own and be good mm-hmm. and the reviews should be like that but they kind of screwed it up. I don't know. I'm I'm sad. I still want to buy it when it comes out. But yeah. now I have reservations about buying it, as I feel like a lot of people probably do. Yeah. Most like, certainly. Can I trust a company that's going to release paid expansions for a game that isn't completely finished? Yeah. I don't know whether I want to support them. Right, right, right. Yeah, they, they, uh, they screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. The game looks like it looks so cool, too. Yeah. I don't know. I might end up still checking it out. I'm a sucker. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Take my $50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, in, um, now we're moving out of our, our gaming section, and now we are moving to two new, well, one, not so much a lasting thing. The other one might last a little while. Um, our first our f- first new meme on the internet, or well, not first, new one but our first one during our show um the the jackson hole square live stream intersection live stream we're calling this segment why yeah because (laughs) i now granted it might have been one of those things where you had to be there because i was not watching it and I, i you know i've seen a lot of screenshots and stuff like that and it really feels like it doesn't make any sense i'll tell you i'll step you up I um, was there, oh, man. <laughs> and I still don't understand it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's I, I kind of get it where people were like calling out. Um, so if you have if you don't know what we're talking about, 
there's this live stream, I believe, on YouTube that mm-hmm. um, that had it was just of this intersection, and uh, people were watching it and just kind of like pointing out stuff, and uh, yeah, you know. It wasn't. It's not like a very important. Like it's a small town. There's not a lot of going on. There's a little bit of hustle and bustle, but ultimately, it's just an intersection uh, in a small town. Yeah. And people were like looking at it and like caught like a truck would drive by and people would like comment about it or like someone would cross the intersection and people would say something. So I don't know. It's very interesting. It 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 has that like it has that sort of like twitch mentality yeah. where like there's so many comments going down or going by that like it's too much for me to like focus on one thing and be like oh that's funny. It's sort of it just gets lost. It's like there's a crowd of people observing something, but they're all yelling out their funny ideas at the same right. time, and you don't hear any of it. That's what I got. Yeah, and the other thing about like the whole the whole twitch mentality is. It's not even necessarily a whole bunch of people yelling out unique funny ideas. It's more like one person says something and then everyone just repeats that. That's sort of the like 4chan mentality. That's yeah. sort of unfortunate. It's like it's like a hive mind kind of thing. And yeah. the unfortunate part is, you know, from from the comments and of the screenshots of comments that I've seen, it's not that funny. Like a, a no. truck, like you were saying, a truck might ride by and they're just like, truck, big truck. And it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think of that gets hilarious. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> uh, it's just like, uh, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I'm not sure if the live stream is still up or not. <laughs> I, I um, think it is. I've oh seen man. it. It's unfortunately it's in my recommended every time I get onto YouTube. Oh really? It's just calling out to me. Come back. Oh yeah, no, I just uh, uh, I just clicked on it. You're right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is still live. So if you just yeah. type into YouTube Jackson Hole Town Square, um, you can you can find that stream. You can find that. Or street. you could not. <laughs> yeah, you're probably better off not. But uh, you could. There are 1,200 yeah. people watching right now, so you can join that group. Oh man. <laughs> so, did you want to talk about did you want to do our other segment yeah we're gonna this meme tonight yeah gonna try and introduce a new segment this meme tonight eventually we're gonna have music for all of these segments just i would love that i can't wait <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're working on it intro music <laughs> but um so I... I don't really know much about this meme so you're gonna have to do most of this to have the thing. okay so Unfortunately, I'm not sure who this guy is. Um, his name is Steven Crowder. Um, he has a Twitter account. That's that's really all I can tell you regarding that guy. But um, he posts a photograph of him. He appears to be in a gym. He's like surrounded by mirrors, and there are kettlebells on the floor under, like around him, and stuff like that. Oh, that, I think he's he's like a MMA fighter. Oh, something. okay. I don't know. See, I could see that. That's kind of what he I looks like. Know. But I think so. Um, so yeah, there's kettlebells on the, on the floor around him and he's staring pretty intently into the camera. He's wearing only a pair of shorts, more like (laughs) athletic, you know, athletic shorts. And, um, he captioned the, the, the photograph by saying, this is the, (laughs) oh man, it's going to be hard to read this. You're already laughing. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. Um, So he captioned the photo and said, this is the ideal make body. You may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. And I'm assuming make was a typo for, for male. But um, so naturally. <laughs> I'm a, I got to step away. Yeah, naturally this, you know, it's the internet. So naturally this spawns people taking other photographs and captioning <laughs> captioning them with the same, you know, this is the ideal make body. And that's the great part about it. See, I saw a few of them where they actually corrected him on saying make and changed it to male. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. You have to keep the typos in. Like some of the greatest internet memes are based off of typos. We need the typo to be there. So there's a photograph of Harambe, um that has this is the ideal make body um there's a good one of guy fieri um there's one of waluigi uh there's one of that creepy (laughs) that uh that article that came out maybe a month or two ago about 
um, a render of what the human body would look like if it was designed to survive car crashes. Uh, oh I'll put a link in the description. But, um, <laughs> someone captioned that photograph with "This is the ideal make body," and uh, <laughs> so you want to? <laughs> I can't get through this segment. It's killing me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. laughing too hard. You want? I just wanted you to last. know that as you're talking, I'm just like holding my breath, not laughing, trying not to laugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah I, if you want a few good laughs for for this week coming up uh you should definitely just just google this is the ideal make body and it's it's so sad because i actually when i looked it up before i was like this meme is stupid yeah and now i'm like laughing hysterically uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of that was my reaction at first i saw it and uh, i just felt like oh wow you know i didn't know who this guy was but i'm like wow this guy's like you know kind of being cocky and kind of a douchebag and then uh the internet changed that outlook for me uh, yes, yes, yeah. But yeah, that's, well, uh, that's... that was our week in review. Yeah. Um, uh, hope you enjoyed. Like, like Fonz was saying earlier, we are on iTunes now, so check us up. Smash that subscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> Let us have a like. I don't even know if iTunes has likes, but <laughs> if they don't, I just want you to comment a like and then upvote your own comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and please do leave us comments. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong call us whatever words you want to do we can we're tough we can stand it yeah but yeah it really helps us to know uh what you liked what you didn't like what we can improve on yeah we can't uh we can't be cool and like call out our twitter or instagram handles because neither one of us uses those those social media platforms follow me on tumblr <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't follow me on tumblr <laughs> uh, if you like pictures of boobies and butts <laughs> yeah yeah and cats doing stuff <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh, we'll see you next week.